What is up everybody? It is Monday, which means it is time for photo assignments. And your current photo assignment is number 12, which is to do a composite photograph. And I wanna talk a little bit more about this today. And I'm actually going to extend the deadline to next week. So this one requires some thought. And the other thing that I want to encourage you guys to do, and this is why I wanna give it another week also, is I wanna encourage you to experiment. In fact, I'm gonna go a step further. If you turn in two photographs that are somewhat different than one another, typically I only choose one photograph per person person, I will feature you twice. But what I want to do today is I want to share with you guys some of the work that has been turned in so far. There's some really awesome stuff that's come in and I want it to hopefully influence and inspire you to kind of do something where you push yourself outside of your comfort zone in the photography world a little bit and try something new. So just to recap exactly what I mean by a composite photograph, a composite photograph is simply a photograph that is made up of more than one photo. And this can be interpreted different ways. So for instance, in the example where I just did the digital stitching and I showed you guys a couple videos ago if you haven't seen that I'll link it up here um, I was doing that in a landscape situation there's been a couple assignments I'll share with one of you within a second where a portrait was done that way and there's some really interesting things you can do creatively and that's a very technical approach to it but it is not the only way you can do a composite photograph this first image is a composite portrait of a dog this was submitted by Tom Barr this week if you keep up with the show you probably recognize Tom's work he goes by the name Utlier online he has sent me two books now and the first one was Shetland which I think is the reference on the Shetland wool industry um, to his username. But anyway, he does some fabulous work. I want to share this one with you because I think it is very successful as a portrait of a dog. It is it a literal portrait? No, it is somewhat abstract because we see the dog in sections, but they are pieced together in a way that makes sense to us. So this is a wonderful way of mixing abstract um, in with something that is more comprehensible. And the point I want to make about this, and I think this goes for not just this photo assignment, but any that we do, is that I get a lot of images that are submitted where there really isn't a clear subject, uh, whether that's abstract or not. Um, you must have something that you're photographing. And I think it's really easy with photo assignments to kind of do them backwards. Like for instance, I give you the assignment and you think, okay, here's the technique. I got to find a way to shoot with this. Think of it backwards. You're going to be more successful if you do that. What you should do is think, okay, let's find something I want to shoot. What is the subject? Is it the dog? Is it a person? Is it a landscape? Is it a building? Whatever that is. What is the subject? And then apply the concept into your interpretation of that subject. And I think that a lot of you are going to be a lot more successful if you take it in that order. And I'll show you some other examples of some stuff that I think is just really fabulous. Um, this is from Sophie C. Duval, who contributes regularly to photo assignments. I think she's a very good photographer. This one is abstracted, and what she has done is created a concept that kind of has this broken mirror feel to it, and I think it's really successful. We can still tell what the subject is. It's a still life of tea. And anyway, that's the important part, and then the concept is applied to that. And this is something I just want to mention for any photo assignment that I think is really important. Another gentleman I want to share with you, this is Kevin Richards. Uh, Kevin submitted two completely different works this week, which is a triple portrait, and it's obviously a digital composite, but it's very well executed. I like the way that the three figures are giving you three completely different expressions. They're not just thrown together. It's actually kind of composed, uh, even if it is in post. I think this is very successful. He sent in another image that I want to share with you too, which is a completely different style. This one has a very distressed feel to it. It's a very different look to doing composite. The reason I wanted to share both these with you is 
Kevin is experimenting. He's really pushing himself to do different things. He's not stopping at one way of executing the technique that we're talking about. And I think that that's something that I'm trying to encourage you guys to do more of. Another one, this is from Newland Moss. And again, this is a very clear subject. It is a portrait. Now this is a digital composite. Uh, as I was describing a couple videos ago where you can actually stitch in Lightroom or Photoshop using multiple pictures together. They just need some overlap. And what he's done here is, and I think this is the key takeaway here, is he's done the technique where you actually create kind of this, this three-dimensional depth of field because essentially what you're doing is you're combining uh, if you think of like a full frame sensor compared to a crop sensor and how depth of field works on that, when you're doing these multiple exposures, you're creating even more depth of field uh, when you go larger by stitching them together. Anyway, I think it's very well done. Um, there's just a lot of beautiful things about this image. Uh, the, the way the woman's, uh, the red in her shirt and her blouse contrast with the green on the back. The color's very well done on here and it's, it's excellent work. Another one, and this is very simple, but this is from Craig Whitehead who goes by Sixth Street Under. I have featured him before. I love Craig's work. I think he's outstanding. He has chosen to do a double exposure and this was done in camera. What I like about Craig's work is there is always a visual concept that's going on and sometimes it's not necessarily a literal thing but what Craig does in his work is he looks for visual relationships. So this is a double exposure of the side profile of the individual speaking and then what we see is the legs placed underneath but they're walking a different direction. They don't have to absolutely literally sync up but it's an interpretation but there is a relationship between those two things and I think that's one thing that's very important to look for um, particularly in composite work is what are the relationships with the composites. Another one that literally just came in this is from Targash and this is another street scene but this is a very simple concept so what he has done is he's just simply holding a cell phone up that has an image of the same scene taken in a completely different time of the day. So again, a visual relationship between what you're seeing in this quote-unquote composite image, even though this was kind of done live, I think it's very successful. And there's a very clear subject of what's going on. It's a picture of that bridge in this particular scene. And I'm going to stress that over and over, and I don't think I could stress it enough, is it's really important to have a clear idea of what the subject is in the photograph. That ultimately is what is going to make something successful. I also want to talk just for a second about my selection process when I choose what images I'm going to feature on the follow-up episode. And I think this goes not just for this photo summit, but any that we do here. And inevitably, every time I post one of these, somebody will say, I posted my image, did you not see it? And you guys have to understand that literally I get hundreds of submissions on these and it's just overwhelming and not practical for me to feature everybody because it would be a four hour long video and we'd never get through it and it would take me all year to just like label and get people's names in. So the unfortunate thing is I have to whittle it down to what I think are the best images. Now, I wanna tell you some of the things that I'm seeing in here that I think will help you improve your chances of being featured. First of all, I do try to give emphasis on people I haven't featured before. We have a lot of people who are really good photographers and they get in a lot and I'm trying to break that cycle. So I really am paying close attention to people that I'm less familiar with or I know haven't been featured. I see a lot of your work every week and a lot of you guys are really improving and a lot of you have been featured you've had to be patient about it a couple things and it really comes down to this and this is just kind of a photography 101 kind of thing but concentrate on what you're photographing what is the subject I get a lot of photos that are turned in where it's not clear what the subject of the photograph is and this goes for abstract images as well as more realistic interpretations of subjects but what is the subject how is it being featured sometimes you get photos that just have a group of people that are kind of plotted in them well what's the the, the focus there you know like for subframing you might have subframed that in but what are we subframing what is that focus the other thing are kind of I call them the easy solution images 
So for instance, one thing, let's say on this photo assignment would be landscapes. When I start to see a bunch of landscapes that are very similar, I'm less likely to start putting a bunch of those in the final cut. I will probably pick one of the best, maybe two of the best and go from there. And so the reason for that is it would just become a little overwhelming to watch a bunch of images that look the same. So I really encourage you guys to try to think outside the comfort zone. I say this all the time, but I'm serious. Think outside the comfort zone, try to do something that's unique, try to be creative, try to be yourself. So there you have it. I will give you a one week extension on this. So in terms of deadline, that means that you have until Saturday, October 14th, let's say midnight, to get your images submitted. If you don't know how to do that, remember there's a video in the show description. Go click on that. It's an FAQ. It tells you everything you need to know. If you have any questions about the assignment or what we're doing here, please leave them below and I will see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.